0: Welcome back to the Essentially You Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy, and become the CEO of your health. Today's episode and all three of my solo episodes this week is dedicated to the lesser known superhero of sex hormones known as progesterone because I wanna help you understand why progesterone is so freaking important, how to test your levels, and what you can do to boost progesterone naturally without synthetic drugs or harmful side effects. And let me be very real with you for a second. You do not want to wait until you are in menopause to start thinking about progesterone. You could easily miss an opportunity because most women and doctors jump straight to estrogen as the hormone to talk about in the hormone replacement discussion. Some even ignore progesterone altogether, which really blows my mind. We could end a lot of needless suffering with the support of progesterone in our 40s and beyond. Now I get that estrogen is clearly the main attraction, but the show would not go on without progesterone, mainly because they are intertwined partners. Progesterone counterbalances estrogen and literally tones down the drama that estrogen can bring to the table. And honestly, we need as much of the tone down as we can get, especially in perimenopause. Now, because without progesterone, you couldn't get or stay pregnant, your estrogen levels would skyrocket out of control and you literally fall apart due to a lack of sleep. So today's episode is fully dedicated to the eight superpowers of progesterone, including a couple bonuses. And then tomorrow I'm going to go into how to accurately test for it. And then the next day, literally focusing on the biggest symptoms to be looking out for. And throughout all of these episodes, I'm going to be sharing solutions to boosting progesterone naturally, especially when it matters the most. So without further ado, number one of progesterone's superpowers increasing connective tissue stability. So little known fact, estrogen can loosen your tendons and ligaments leading to a loss in stability. But progesterone comes on in and helps to stabilize those tissues leading to a gain in stability. So that means we can run, jump, hike, do whatever your heart's desire as long as possible, as long as we've got a decent amount of progesterone flowing through our body. Number two, brain protection. Progesterone is known for being amazing for your gray matter and is referred to as a neurosteroid. It's also known as a chill pill effect in the brain and enhances stress resilience and memory. Progesterone also increases brain derived neurotrophic factor which is a protein that has been described in research literature as fertilizer for the brain. So as we continue to maintain optimal levels of progesterone, we continue to have that brain derived neurotrophic factor fertilizing and supporting our brain so that our brain has that longevity well into postmenopause. Number three, boosts energy. And it does this by stimulating the thyroid and increasing metabolic rate. That's why your body temperature goes up a half a degree when you make progesterone right after ovulation. It also stabilizes communication between the hypothalamus and the adrenal glands so that you can relieve symptoms of HPA axis dysregulation. Basically, what it's saying here is that progesterone helps to create and support stress resilience. And that's when you know progesterone is kind of falling off the ledge, is when you start to feel moody, irritable, and edgy, like all of a sudden, kind of out of nowhere, that's often because we've lost that critical hormone and we don't have that same level of stress resilience. Speaking of which, number four, it soothes the mood and rescues sleep. Thanks to its metabolite, allopregnetolone. So allopregnetolone is a neurosteroid that interacts directly with GABA receptors in the brain and promotes sleep. Progesterone also upregulates the DAO enzyme and relieves anxiety symptoms of histamine intolerance. Finally, progesterone stimulates sleep centers in the brain and can relieve PMS symptoms and perimenopausal insomnia. Again... A good indicator that something isn't right when you start to have really poor sleep. This happens to so many women in their 40s during perimenopause because we know that progesterone is, a, is about down 70 to 80 percent at that point from its optimal range. Number five acts as a pain reliever. Honestly, no surprise, right? When progesterone levels are high during the luteal phase of your menstrual cycle, and I'm going to be talking more about this tomorrow, we have a greater pain tolerance. And obviously we inherently know this because that's why we were chosen for childbirth. Much of this relief is a result of progesterone's effect on the brain. Next, progesterone helps to build bones and muscle by stimulating osteoblasts. These are bone building cells and the growth of new muscle cells. Like estrogen, progesterone decreases the rate of bone reabsorption and reduces the loss of calcium and urine. So when we lose these two hormones, we lose powerful stimuli for putting down really strong bones. This is why it's so important to lift heavy weights as early as possible to build that bone up so that you've got great bone structure heading into menopause and beyond. Number seven, now this one I'm gonna go a little bit deeper and I'm talking about heart rate variability. One of the most important superpowers of progesterone is its effect on the autonomic nervous system and what we call cardiovagal tone. So a quick review, your vagal tone is the best or one of the best indicators for how well your body can relax after a stressful event and really how relaxed your body is throughout the day, every day. High vagal tone indicates that your resting heart rate is low and low vagal tone means that your resting heart rate is elevated and that you are possibly leaning towards a sympathetic fight or flight stress state. Now, one of the most popular and easy ways to measure vagal tone is with heart rate variability, which you may have seen if you have a whoop strap or an oar ring or some other wearable tracking device. This is actually the reason why I have been wearing a whoop strap for over the last, I guess, year and a half. I wanted to see what my heart rate variability looked like on a day-to-day basis. Now, your heart rate variability is the result of the interplay between that parasympathetic rest and digest part of the autonomic nervous system and the sympathetic fight or flight branch of the autonomic nervous system. It basically describes the variability between your heartbeats. When your HRV increases, that means your body is more resilient to stress or to perceived stress. When it decreases, you have less stress resilience and may feel, again, triggered and irritable and moody. And that's why you may feel more moody and edgy on days leading to your period and definitely the first couple of days of your period, right? Because we know that on day 27, day 28, progesterone and even estrogen have completely tanked all the way to the low. So you you don't have those, right? And they have a major impact on heart rate variability. So this is where it gets really interesting. Progesterone has conflicting impact on the body when it comes to heart rate variability. It is calming in the brain, but it has the opposite effect on the vagal nerve and can override estrogen's effect on increasing vagal tone. In naturally cycling women, when progesterone goes up during the luteal phase, estrogen is still present. It's still present, not as much as progesterone, but it's, it's very much there. And it keeps vagal tone balanced. And when progesterone drops and estrogen goes up, we still maintain that vagal tone during the follicular phase of our cycle. But this can all go out the window during perimenopause and beyond. And that's why it's important to have lifestyle practices like breath work and meditation, walking, honestly, whatever self-care works for you in place to maintain a high vagal tone in your 40s and beyond. Number eight, maintaining body temperature. A very known fact is that progesterone increases core body temperature in women by approximately 0.5 degrees right after ovulation during the luteal phase of your cycle. It's actually how you know if you've ovulated and that you're actually making progesterone in this critical part of your cycle. Remember, no ovulation, no progesterone. And that's when you're truly measuring your menstrual cycle, you're truly tracking your ovulatory cycle, you are literally taking your temperature, your basal, your body temperature every single day so that you can see that little 0.5 degree bump up right after ovulation. Now, as progesterone decreases, your core body temperature also decreases, especially during perimenopause, into menopause, and postmenopause. And some of the latest research is suggesting that this drop in overall temperature, because it is, it's gonna mess with your thyroid, it's gonna mess with your metabolic rate, may actually be contributing to midlife weight gain. It probably is a small contribution to midlife weight gain, but there are definitely things that we can do to counterbalance that. Now, I did tell you I would have some bonuses <laughs> because guess what? Progesterone does a whole lot more than the eight superpowers that I mentioned. So let's keep celebrating progesterone for the superhero that she is. Next, Progesterone nourishes hair and clear skin because it reduces male hormones, androgens, by inhibiting enzyme 5-alpha reductase. The result is faster growing hair, lesser oily skin, and fewer skin breakouts. So thank you, progesterone. So if you're noticing acne at your period, there's a good chance that it's because of a decrease in progesterone. A lot of women in perimenopause will start to experience acne again because of this. Next, reduce the risk of autoimmune disease by modulating the immune factor and reducing inflammation. So one of my favorite things about progesterone is it is a powerful, natural anti-inflammatory. So we really wanna keep it in the body as long as we can. And then reduces the risk of cancer by counterbalancing estrogen's stimulating effect on breast and uterine tissue. Remember how I said it tones down estrogen's drama? This is what I'm talking about. We do not need estrogen to get dramatic. We do not need estrogen dominance where we have a stimulating effect on breast uterine and cervical cancer it may even have future role as a treatment for breast cancer down the road there are still lots of research is looking into all of that so i don't know about you but that is enough for me to want to boost my levels when they are low and keep them in check and i'm not talking about using synthetic drugs or conventional hormone replacement which typically focuses on progestins Uh uh-uh Now, if you didn't know, progestin is a synthetic derived progesterone of the real thing, but it's known to cause side effects, breast cancer, and other health issues. Not a fan of progestins. I mean, again, you got to do what's right for you. Progestins are what's in birth control. And I did a full, gosh, mamma jamma, massive episode on the different types of birth control last year. I do not have that episode in front of me right now. But most of them have progestins in them. And and there's different kinds of progestins, right? There's a bunch of different ways to make synthetic progesterone. But we wanna make sure that we're using, not only boosting it naturally, we're not boosting it naturally with nutrients, reducing stress, all the things we wanna talk about. At least we should be looking into a really nice bioidentical. So here's a few great ways to boost progesterone from the comfort of your own home. One, no surprise here reduce as much stress as possible i get easier said than done but honestly there are so many side benefits to reducing stress including boosting progesterone obviously more self-care in your day increasing your intake of zinc vitamin b honestly all of your b vitamins vitamin c magnesium healthy fats and fiber these are going to be huge for helping to boost progesterone remember progesterone needs to be built from something I'm adding flax and pumpkin seeds to the first half of your cycle and sunflower and sesame seeds to the second half. I'm a little bit on the fence about seed cycling. I'm not really convinced, but it's worth a go. And honestly, bringing in these types of nutrient-dense seeds, I think are so great to add fiber and really support the gut microbiome, which could also really support progesterone levels. Reducing your caffeine intake, well, how dare me? How dare you, right? Maybe not reduce your caffeine intake, maybe swap it. Like I, right now I'm swapping coffee for matcha and honestly, I'm loving it. Um, and it's it's significantly less caffeine, but don't get it twisted. So I still have caffeine intake in my system every day. Um, reduce sugar, obviously. Keep your blood sugar balanced, improve sleep hygiene. Gentle exercise like walking after meals. You know how much I love to walk after a meal. Sometimes though, changing lifestyle is just not enough. And you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're like, I don't got time to implement all of these lifestyle changes, I need support yesterday. And if you're telling to yourself, like you need support yesterday, and I've been there, I've been to a place where I'm like, I need progesterone like last month. So what I recommend is consider adding a safe, natural progesterone boosting supplement to your regimen. My first go-to recommendation um is my Essentially Whole Hormone Balance supplement, which I it's it's literally magic in a bottle. Thousands of women will tell you that. Um it's specifically formulated to help boost lagging progesterone levels and to calm the, the drama of estrogen. So it helps the liver making sure that it's metabolizing estrogen appropriately along with the other hormones as well. So hormone balance is phenomenal. It contains Vitex, magnesium, calcium d methylated B vitamins, powerful natural antioxidants, literally designed to boost progesterone levels. Now, if you are in perimenopause and your progesterone levels have fallen off the cliff because that's what they do and you're really struggling with symptoms, it is worth considering a natural progesterone serum. So my topical progesterone store, I cannot tell you how phenomenal it is. It could literally be just what you need. And what I love about progesterone so much, not only is it a, a custom formulation, obviously for women, made by women, to increase progesterone levels but there's no dangerous synthetic hormones, no artificial ingredient, and what I really like about it is it's not a oral supplement. So you're not taking it orally, you're taking it, you're putting it on the skin. And what's so nice about putting it on the skin is that you can really play with the dosage. Some women only need half a dose, some women need a dose and a half. I always say start with a half dose, move up to the full dose, and I'll tell you what, in 30 days you will know. Now, I do recommend if you are still cycling to use progesterone only during that luteal phase. So important to be tracking your cycle so that you know when you ovulate so that you can use progesterone in the right phase. Remember, we don't really make progesterone in the follicular phase we only make it in the luteal phase so we want to make sure that using progesterone Store, really any progesterone bioidentical during the time where we actually have progesterone in the system now i have used my progesterone Store to get pregnant in my 40s i have used it during times you know i'm not gonna lie i lean estrogenic i will head i mean i work really hard to not go estrogen dominant and i know that As I keep sauntering through perimenopause as I am doing right now, I just got to be really diligent. And so once I am done breastfeeding, which I'm so excited that my breastfeeding journey is almost coming to an end. It's very bittersweet. I've been so, so grateful to get to breastfeed this long. Kingston is almost... He's over, he's 25 months going on 26 months, but we are getting to a place. We're both ready to bow out of it. And I am so excited to bring on Progest Restore into my own protocol. I'm not using it right now because it'll, it usually can tank breast milk supply. And with so little that I have left at this point, I'm just going to wait until I'm fully done breastfeeding to bring it on. So just a little caveat there. Um, And you should know that my progesterone store is on sale for 15% off right now just for a couple of days. So please do not settle for feeling miserable. Do not settle for a lack of sleep or feeling edgy, feeling less stress resilient, right? You deserve all the superpowers that we talked about today. We deserve for you to have adequate amounts of progesterone to live your best life. So go and get it. I'm going to have the link to Hormone Balance and Progesterone store in the show notes so you can go and grab them both. And again, you will get fast relief and restore your progesterone levels pretty darn quick. And I would love that for you if that's something you're going through. If you love the tips today, be sure to subscribe for more easy ways to heal your hormones and upgrade your health. And if you got a second, man, leave a review, like push the little star buttons, right? (laughs) If you got a chance. The more reviews, the more subscriptions that we have, the more women are going to hear about the show and really get put on to becoming the CEO of their health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.